I'm trying. I'm going to face it away from you. <laughs> That's okay. Am I having a fever dream? Alright, and that is our intro song for today. Uh, oh man. Coming? We, we are working on an intro song. I don't know. I feel like at some point in time we just stop working on the intro song. Um, but, but anyway, that's our intro song. Welcome to Pontification Station, uh, where we pontificate about random things we got yeah. three different generations we got javier we got steven we got me myself el jefe angel um and uh yeah we're gonna try to agree those are on all things. self-given titles by the way exactly you know what we got one guy who commentates and he's like florida's favorite commentator what <laughs> he's, huh? he's he says that huh? all the time it's so funny i'm like okay if you say so um but before, so today we're going to talk about top eight, I mean top ten uh, video games from the eighties. But before we go in there, uh, last week we talked about games that I needed to watch. The two of you gave me a bunch of uh, animes, animes, sorry, games. animes that yeah, I needed yeah. to watch, and I I thought I was only going to watch like half of them. I had so much work to do that I definitely I, forgot to watch some of these. Dude, I sat down, I went through them. So I got some really cool suggestions. I'm gonna go straight down this list, N no order, uh, but just like I said, I'm just gonna try to go through them quickly. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, your name, I saw that one already. Uh, loved it, great movie. House Moving Castle, had seen it already. Bubble, great movie. Um, Ninja Scroll. My man said there was blood. There was blood. Like I feel like there was blood in the credits. Okay, it was just. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. You said I want '80s action, and I gave it to you. So what are you complaining Steven, about? Steven said there's blood. I am pretty sure there was blood in the credits. I mean, this dude. I had... saw there was other B word in there, but yeah. This this dude. Yeah, but but the blood was like beyond. I mean, this dude had a some kind of. Chinese star boomerang combo thing that he threw it and it, it would cut people in half. Uh, I mean, like legit cut works, people in works. half and then it would come I mean, back what, to you, him. You, like, like, do a you good puppy dog. to like come out of them. Oh, like, what, dude, what you... it was, it was, it was insane. It was, it, it so Ninja Scroll, lots of action. Uh, yep. Akita, yep. did watch it. It's a good, it. dumb movie to watch. Yep. Akita got weird real quick. Um, uh, yeah. Because it, it, at first I was like, okay, this is a sort of normal, and we're like, we got bikers, and then like, no, wait, we got mutants, everything just got really strange really fast. Um, enjoyable, though, uh, so so I see how that was. If I was rating these, um, I don't know, Ninja Scroll, and I'm just getting like right off the top of my head, uh, 7, 8, um, but, but enjoyable if you, if you've, I mean, like he said, it was '80s. You know, '80s. '80s had the the blood and the and the mandatory breast. You know, like no, 80s, it, it, '80s movies had oh, like yeah. it, yep. they just. <laughs> it doesn't matter how it fits into the plot. They got to show. They, they it, just, it doesn't yeah, matter. And this yep. this kind of did that. Uh, Akira again. Um, 
it was good because it got really interesting uh, and although strange um, the struggle was interesting um, so I, I still go 7-8 I'm, I'm probably going to 7-8 a lot of these um, Ghost in the Shell Ghost in the Shell was obviously there's there were more after this because they left it so you know there were going to be more very very good enjoyed it they again yeah, that, that was a that was a high risk high reward show not to you because again like as you said because it's a it's a slow burn it was it was, it was slow, slow very methodic uh mm-hmm. i would say would be the word for me on that one uh everything was thought out so it was mm-hmm. it was it was really good enjoy that um i want to eat your pancreas hysterical fantastic movie at the very beginning was really funny now for anybody who knows me not my kind of movie did you end up Uh, watching it um uh my friend steven not yet okay i've been busy sadly i will tell you this it's not my kind of movie and i enjoyed it um i don't even want to tell you why it's not my kind of movie although you'll figure it out immediately uh but in case you know my aunt from Puerto Rico is listening. I don't want her to, to get any spoilers on this. Um, so, hola. I, I guess you know what I'm gonna tell you the very beginning. Yeah. Cause, cause that's good enough, you know. Like girl meets boy. In uh in the library, and she's like, "Hey, did you know that when people have liver issues, they eat liver, and it helps them." And then, like, all of a sudden, she turns to him and yells at him, I want to eat your pancreas! And then... <laughs> Credits roll. Yeah, yeah. Credits roll. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> better than I expected. Um, it had some... I don't want to say some, but I'll say some anyway. It had some unexpected turns, which is rare. So that was good. Um, weathering with you. I really enjoyed Weathering With You. It was the other extreme of what I like. Mm-hmm. Weathering With You had excellent use of silence. Yeah. Excellent use of silence. I mean, again, it got me at the very beginning because they say something and he says something to the effect of, well, only she can tell the story. And then there's like nothing for like five seconds like absolute silence for like five seconds and and it seems like an eternity you know because you're like okay so what's the story but the use of silence in spacing in this movie and weathering with you is really 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 good um slow slow movie but again the spacing was was great um <laughs> strange but for those of you who who aren't as music geeks as we are um but I think Stephen you will get this and Javier and I were talking about this a little bit today it's almost like that 3 4 time signature when it's done just right it has a really cool flow to it like rock and roll rarely uses three four but when they use it and they use it properly it has this 
We need. We got to get you to listen to Prague, man. You know, it's it's just it's just this really cool like flow. You know, kind of really really fluid. You know, with with a drive behind it, so it doesn't stop. Um, And can I uh, throw in some game trivia? That had that in there. Was that? Can I throw in some game trivia? Yeah, yeah. You know, into that. Yeah. Um, So a little funny thing about. Uh, Dark Souls bosses is that they all kind of have a rhythm to them, mm-hmm. especially Dark Souls three. Um, like especially with because you know uh, Dark Souls is famous for it doesn't really have a soundtrack throughout the game. Most of the soundtrack is boss themes, basically. Um, in Dark Souls three, a lot of you know the 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 flow of the combat goes with the music too. There's a part particular boss though called the Dancer of the Boreal Valley. Her music is at a three four time signature. Whereas every other boss in that game, completely different types of right. So when you fight her, and because you, she's like near end game, she's like three fourths traditionally playing through the game, you've already kind of got a good rhythm of every boss, especially going through the music. She whoops everybody's butt because the rhythm is so different. It's so funny, like yeah. the behind the scenes of like how they structure bosses like that. Well, yeah, so I, I really enjoy this. Kind of like that three, four, six, eight, you know, time signature, but mm-hmm. still driving. Anyway, uh, it was really cool. Timing, silence, all of it. Really, really good. Uh, so I had another one that was on the list. I wasn't going to watch it this week, but then David, my other boy for those of you listening uh walked into the room saw my list and goes perfect blue that's a movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally literally, he goes that's a movie (laughs) i was like you know what all right i'll watch it i how they go it was it was definitely bizarre it's definitely a movie. Yep. Uh, it was definitely a movie. It was um, a movie of all time. Yep. It, I get it. Again, usually not my jam, but I definitely understand. I I actually had to start it twice because, generally speaking, I watch things while I'm working. I could not watch that one while I was working because there's too much that happens. And it happens too quickly. In, and in between the lines, a lot of stuff happens. Yes, that and, and kind of again, attention. without giving any spoilers, um, if you're not paying attention, actually, if you're paying attention, it's still hard to know whether what's happening is really happening or is not happening. Uh, and I'm not going to say more than that, but it, it's hard to know reality, you know, at, at any given time so if you're not really paying attention then you're really going to get messed up so I had to kind of stop go back and, and watch it uh, and mm-hmm. lastly the last one I watched was uh, uh, Kiki's Delivery Service really good too yeah, uh, like yep. you said just the just, complete opposite yeah just <laughs> worlds apart from perfect blue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just absolute chill have a good time you know, mm-hmm. it was it was really really cool, really cute. Yeah, and kick your shoes off, you know, lay back. Yeah, that just, was it. Enjoy the show. So that's it. Now into today's episode, um, top ten. We're really gonna do top five. There's no way we do top ten '80s video games, but I want to do like the top five 
that we could hopefully agree on and we we will bring up the the words objective and subjective again uh objectively we're going to try to agree on games that we think are the better games the best games of the 80s and then subjectively we're going to give you our opinion on the games we like they might not be top 50 but those are the games we like from the 80s so so um, go ahead um uh I accidentally closed. Now, by the way, again, a little harder because it, both of you were not even born in the eighties. Correct. I. <laughs> so I was born in seventy one. So this is this is my era for sure. I think we can let's 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 go with the obvious real quick. Okay, um, I would say we would agree that Tetris Tetris is top 5 is top 5 in it's the 80s I didn't I didn't put it on my list but it is probably the biggest deal it, it came out in 84 uh, I would say Tetris definitely has to be objectively again yeah. not my game is not what I normally play but 80s I mean Tetris was no, the thing no, that thing is that thing was ported more than Skyrim. Yeah. It was one of the... It's on I, everything. I would argue that it was one of the main um, influences for, uh, like, pu just puzzle games in general. Yeah. Like, it actually proved that puzzle games could be popular, and it didn't have to just be action. It, it, no, and, and not only that, but even in just in a video world, too. Mm -hmm. It yeah. wasn't reserved to just a table. Yeah. Alright, so what else? Um, I would say that Super Mario Bros. 3 is a fantastic yeah, that's on my game. List. So that's on your top three? I would I would yeah. say that it's top five. I don't know if... I mean top five, okay. Well, in my opinion, for any Mario game of that same type, <clears throat> of the 2D Marios, the yeah. only thing that can contend with it is Super Mario World. And that's again a different. That's a different decade, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say Super Mario Bros. Three. Uh, well, obviously Mario Bros. One, you know, started. Three is what revolutionized Mario. Yeah, World. and we yeah. talked a little bit about that. We talked about the difference between influential and actual mm -hmm. top games. Because right. again, a game that I did not put on this list, uh, Madden Football '88. I mean, probably one of the most, if not the most influential uh, sports game, period. Yeah. However, it wasn't until 1990 that it made its way to console. And that's when people actually realized the game existed. Because even yeah. though it was in 88, it was, you know, just, it, it was all PC stuff. Uh, it yeah. was Apple. It was, you know, yeah. uh, nothing. And, and it was in 1990 that people went, okay, hold on, what is this? You know, so, again, 88, still most influential, but it, it's still not a top game in, in the 80s. Now, my, my favorite comparison for that is, um, like, Wolfenstein and Doom. Wolfenstein, yeah, it said the expectation, like, hey, this is yeah. a, look at this genre that we can play with. Doom just broke it. It, it just absolutely revolutionized PC gaming. Because at that point, too, consoles was taking over in favor of PCs. Because PCs couldn't do anything like Mario. And then, yeah. 
there's a whole nice little history on id i recommend everyone check out called a uh, history of doom or masters of doom good little perspective of 80s and 90s game development okay good stuff good stuff um, all right i'll go ahead and actually throw in the next one yeah, yeah. what, what do you got obviously zelda the legend of zelda yeah the legend of zelda definitely one of the first games too where you can actually save your progress on the cartridge oh my goodness you know, which to is do a, uh, fantastic password system for an RP or rpg of the time kind of thing it's obviously not an rpg i i, I realized when it came out so many people have no clue of what it was to not be able to save oh i mean uh, it, I, I mean even before the the password system where you actually couldn't save any progress you know your yeah. progress was just beat the game in one sitting well it was funny i uh we just got you know oh we still need to do it we need to do the speed run for uh toji mineral you know uh back in the groove yeah but it was funny because i remember playing the original and if you did not find all of the pieces for the ship you had to restart yeah because there was no saving you couldn't find like half the ship and now i'll continue later no this is it you either find them all now it was really funny because it was almost like the game was made to speedrun because th there was nothing but start the game and finish the game. You know, the, the whole purpose was just to find the pieces. If you didn't find all the pieces, you you didn't do anything. I two things. One, I would say that it is not I wouldn't say that it's made to speedrun because of the fact that the worlds if i remember correctly in the original the worlds are also randomized no in the original they weren't they were not so that one that's new in the new one you can click to randomize the worlds but i also, believe in the originals they were they were still fixed just like the new ones i i also kind of feel like tojam and earl um specifically loses a lot of its luster when you can save i feel like part of the part of the niche of the game is just having to go through the whole game in one sitting i think right. that's part of the, I, the charm of the game I, no i actually have a game on my list that you guys probably have never played before that that's the chemistry of that game and what makes it so great is a trial and error and then you know yeah oh i finally figured out the puzzle so, Which one is that? that one. Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion? I um, actually haven't heard of Maniac Mansion. It is, actually, if I recall, let me double check, actually, because now I'm top of my head. I think it's a Lucasfilms game, or LucasArts, rather. And it's a it's a cl classic point-and-click adventure game. Yeah. Um, you know, set in the 80s, so it's, it's very 80s. It's very of its time. Uh, but basically, they need to break into this maniac's mansion to like save their friend and, yeah like the person is like a crazy scientist he's trying to you know get stuff involved with aliens and it's just it's a it's a lucas arts sense of humor kind of game lucas so it, like, arts. the entire time is just hilarious and like it the music was phenomenal yeah um yeah let me do some more on the game lucas arts has to be one of my favorite um my favorite like developers when they actually develop their things rather than um uh lending out the IPs to other companies to mm -hmm. make. Just a, a fantastic um, 
company as far as like their their work that they put out. I mean, it, it was funny because we were literally just playing Monkey uh, Island. Monkey Island. Well, and just that's the, other the same, day. same creator. Yeah. Same creator, by the way. Uh, Ron Gilbert created uh, Monkey Island as well. And if you like sarcasm, go watch and Mo- go go play Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So what else we got? So we I, got three that I think we definitely agree on. I think it's hard not to Tetris, Super Mario Bros. Three, Legend of Zelda. So we got eighty four, eighty eight, eighty six. I did write down Castle Wolfenstein just because of how influential it was. Yep. Yeah, but then we run into that. Influential or one of the best games? But it, but again, you, you set the limitation to 80s. Yeah. And it wasn't until 93 when Doom came out. So it was, but, it but was really about... it was really the only thing that was doing what it was doing See, at the time. I don't even think... Mm-hmm. So you would say, I I don't I don't know if it's top five. It's one hundred percent top ten, mm. but I don't know if it's top okay. five. Well, then let's do I this. agree with that. Um, I agree with that because. But again, that's that could also be because I've played Doom, and I've seen what Doom can do, and maybe that's why I'm like, it wasn't Let... like it was good. It wasn't the greatest, right. but also like. So let I, me start throwing names out. Wolfenstein's a perfect concept. Basically. Yeah. What, what other ones do you have on your list? I, I, I'm not sure about that one being top five yet, but what else do you have on your list, Steven? Um, as far as, like, top five, I mean, what, what I think is top five worthy just because, like, the game itself and its influence for future generations, uh, Castlevania. Yeah. That's actually Castlevania top five. Okay. So I would, Which I is would... why I'm using this as a, yeah, hence this. So, yeah. Castlevania I'm top even count- sure. I'm also counting Simon's Quest. Yes, that game is janky, but it's also amazing. Okay. Now, let me throw out a bunch of games just for argument's sake. Um, I-, I have a hard time saying Pac-Man was one of the best games. No. It- it- I mean, in all honesty, I, I felt like Miss Pac-Man was better. Um, it is better. It than- is, like... Everybody pretty much agrees yeah, if they've so, played Miss Pac-Man no, that Miss Pac-Man's better. Miss Pac-Man is Pac-Man director's cut. Yeah, basically. So I can't even say that I Mega Man 2. Mega Man 2. Dose, I would yeah. I would say uh, top 5. I would, I would it's, Mega Man right, so, 2 not only was it a fantastic game, but it really did set a precedent for a lot of um, uh, platformers. Alright, so I'm going to move I, it... I think it's the best until X. I'm going to move it to the list. Uh, Punch-Out. Punch-Out's on my list, too, actually. Punch-Out? I, I, I put Punch-Out on even, my personal list. I don't even care if it's like, Punch-Out or, or or Mike Tyson Punch-Out. I'm just saying Punch-Out right. in general. Yeah. Well, definitely Mike... Uh, obviously, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, because yeah. it's that alone is what even brought it to fame. Right. Honestly. Uh, because like that was when Mike Tyson. I mean, obviously he's on the video game, but that was the height of his popularity. You know, All back right. when boxing. Was um, <laughs> what else do you have on your list? Me. Um, I also threw in, and this one's more of a bias. Um, you know, a little rose tinted glasses. Uh, Frogger. 
I love Frogger, man. Frogger. So, so are we going to throw that on your top five subjective ones? Yes, and I the, will happily put that my, my okay. five subjective ones. All right, ones. all right. So, so let's do this. So, uh, okay, if you want, if you want objective, I got you. Final Fantasy. I was just going to say Final Fantasy. Yeah. Final Fantasy paving one, the way for uh, so many JRPGs. Uh, obviously, one and three, and not no great shakes on two. Two sucks. <laughs> That's all you know. You're a real fan when you admit when games are bad. I've I've never heard anything good about Final Fantasy two. All right, it had cool cool concepts, but poor execution. Um, I Elder Scrolls copied it. Contra gets thrown into the conversation. <sighs> Contra's great. Yep. I don't know but if it's Contra's good. Contra's just, not top five. Because it goes back to that like. You know, inspiration to yeah. actual execution. I mean, like, I know, mean yeah, Contra's yeah. cool, and then Metal Slug just uh, made it. You, you know? know, the 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 Contra code. You know, the Konami. <coughs> oh, up up down. Yeah, Konami code. Yeah, the Konami code, <coughs> which was called the Contra code for for a bit. You know, so people didn't know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, well, because I was also mainly on Contra um, for a little bit. Let me throw a weird one at you. Uh, let me uh, hold on. Oh man. You know, I'm I'm still looking at my list. I'm just like Metal Gear. No, you know I don't want to say Metal Gear. I I, I I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. Mm-hmm. I have played every single game religiously. Metal However, Gear is good. Metal Gear is not top five. No, Metal. It, it Ge- wasn't. In, it wasn't until Metal Gear Solid that Metal Gear became an actual thing. The yes. first two games are well, three games if you count the Japanese exclusive ones. Um, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was just barely 80s, but it's 89. That was... Counts. That was, I, I, that was, was big. I put that on there because I felt like I had to. That was so big, though. You know, because it, it gave us four players. But with... And that was... I, again, top ten, not top five. Um, the, I, I, no I think that the... Five I think the top five that we have... It's well. I'm, I'm gonna go so back stacked. to them, but let me run through a couple more just just to kind of make sure. Um, I don't think pole position was top five. Um, I, I want to say Metroid, but I think Castlevania is a better game. I in s- that regard. I put Dragon Quest on here because I know that a lot of people like Dragon Quest, but I honestly don't well, know anything about the so, first one. So, well, th- that's why Final Fantasy was so much more popular, actually. Because uh, Dragon Quest was big back in the day, uh, but just like Shin Megami Tensei at the, at the same you know time, uh, it, they were bare bones. See, Final Fantasy was like the first one to, like, not only does it show your party, but it actually like shows the attacks, it shows the battlefield. Yeah. It was at the time it was a big deal. Dragon Quest and Shin Megami Tensei, they just showed the monster in text. And that was it. And I didn't even think as far about as combat this. goes. Yeah. I didn't even think about this when we first started this, but the eighties is a weird era to do top five, top ten. Only because again, somebody who for myself, I'm the old one here, fifty one, who grew up in that era. I almost have to separate some of these because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was it was massive absolutely massive to me I mean it was the best beat em up up of the time but it was four players that's the thing and and until I personally 
I don't even remember a four-player game until this game came in, you know, where like four of us could go to the arcade. And this is where I said it's kind of different because, you know, some of these I specifically remember in the arcade, you know, at the mall, and some of these we played at home. Punch-Out! we played at home. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was the biggest thing in the arcade. I mean, that was like, we were all going, we were all going to put the quarters in. Uh, Same thing with Tron. Tron? I wanted to put Tron on there because I love the franchise, but Tron going, like, looking back at it, it was not a great game. Dude, but in in the arcade, that was so big. Arcade Tron was, like, massive in the 80s again. You know, it, but it doesn't compare to the other games that we put in there because, yeah. again, we're comparing them to console games. But Tron, I, I would almost put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the top five, but it almost has an asterisk next to it because it was strictly because of the arcade. It had nothing to do with playing at home. It was. But the thing is, we're arcade. we're talking we're <clears throat> talking about video games and arcades. Arcade cabinets are technically video games. Yeah, yeah. So I would one hundred percent put that up there. I mean, um, the, the other ones were Outrun and Star Wars. You know, Outrun and Star Wars were again just massive in the arcade, but not. But again, not pop- great games. Yeah, popularity only- doesn't um, uh, equate to to pure. Um, to be in a great game, yeah. Yeah. It does, well, it doesn't. It doesn't contribute to success either. Um, the only other game I could think of possibly is um, SimCity. I did have SimCity as an objective vote. I'm not a SimCity player at all. I've only played The Sims, and SimCopter. So, what about Sim Duck Hunt? Does Duck Hunt make top ten? Not at all. It, they've won. They made one game, and the, the only reason why it sold was because it was a gimmick. That was so much fun, though, man. No, yeah, be, well, because guns are fun. All right, let's be honest here. Joust was another one that I absolutely loved at the arcade. Um, that was goofy. Track and field. Oh my goodness, that was. You want to talk about goofy? That was the one of the most jank games ever. The well, track and field one. You got to get on your knees and you smack them with your hands instead, <laughs> not actually run on it like a fool. That thing, no, even with the buttons in the arcade cabinet, that thing was so bad. Um, but they were, I think, hmm. All right, let's see what we got real quick. See if we can put a, a agree on a top five. Um, I would say Super Mario Bros. 3 is number one. What are your thoughts on that? We got Tetris. Super Mario 3, While Legend is... of Zelda, Castlevania, Mega Man 2, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and SimCity. Which one would you say is number one there? While Super Mario Bros. <clears throat> 3 is not my favorite on the list, I think that it is objectively the most influential and the most... Um, widely acclaimed. What do you think, Steven? I'm just... Well, Mario Bros. 3 is the only one that's like stuck in my head. Well, just I mean, because, 
just just looking at this Mario list, Bros is there is. anything that that we would say is better than that? I don't think so. Tetris, Super Mario, Legend of Tetris Zelda. Tetris, as far as like sales, yes. Because but was Tetris it a better everything. game? And that's why I would say no. Okay, so Legend of Zelda, Castlevania, Mega Man, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I I would almost. I mm, I would say maybe I would say either Mega Man Two or Castlevania second. Yeah. Because like, I love Legend of Zelda a lot. Yeah. But the you know, so just we, like just like for me, Mario didn't really get amazing until Super Mario World. Yeah. Zelda didn't, in my opinion, get amazing until Link to the Past. Yeah. Yes, one and two are phenomenal games. But it didn't break the world until, you know, Super Nintendo, really. Okay. So, so, so the question is, Castlevania or Mega Man 2? Castlevania. Just because it... it I would agree. Castlevania... It it accidentally created one of the most niche but celebrated genres. Yeah. Not only that, but the genre is getting more popular like every single day right Mm -hmm. so we have three spots left for top five here i don't think SimCity's top five no um i i I don't even think objectively SimCity is top five unless we're talking about like popularity Um, so now we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, I would say Mega Man 2. Mega, we have Tetris, Legend of Zelda, Mega Man 2, Mike Tyson Punch Out, Final Fantasy, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mega Man 2 is third, I would say. Actually, crap. Uh, I would say Zelda third, honestly. Zelda? My. My only problem with putting Legend of Zelda third is that both games are really good. However, again, Mega Man, I think, was just so influential to platformers. Yeah, but was it a better game? Again, not influential, but was it a better game than Zelda? The problem is they're different games. So they're hard to. But what's more fun to play? Well, and that's that's sort of. I'll be honest I... with you. That's sort of my issue with Tetris. Tetris honestly falls to number five, in my opinion, because I have to put it in the top Te- five. Yeah, Tetris. Tetris is number five for sure. I have to put it in the top five, but I understand it was a great game. At the same time, it was very repetitious I just I don't know I'm trying to be objective on this and you know as far as greatness I would like to have variety that's the only reason in my book why Legend of Zelda might outdo Mega Man only because there's a little bit more variety in there there's a little bit more even if it was repetitious. Because, again, Mega Man is 
somewhat repetitious not really but you know what i'm saying it's it's got like it's got some of the same patterns and stuff it's definitely not as repetitious as tetris uh nowhere near that um so i would i'd lean towards zelda only for that reason because there's more variety in that game Okay. Did it reach more people? My, That's the other question. My my question is, I mean, which yeah. one are you more likely to go back and play? Zelda. Which but one that's are a, you more that's likely a to go of, back and that's play? That's a different kind of bias. I'm more likely to go back and play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! And Teenage that's Mutant the other thing Ninja too. Turtles. We, have, we also have very jarringly different preferences in video games, too. Because, again, for from somebody's viewpoint who who lived through it, those were so drastically different than from other things that were happening that they really got my attention. There was no other reason, you know. It, it's kind of like you said, uh, Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt did amazing because it was so different. Well, you know? it was also packaged with a Nintendo. Right. So I but, don't I don't like to count Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt sales because... Oh, I'm not even counting sales. Bad. I'm just talking right. about whenever we went to somebody's house, if they had it, we were going to play that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because it was just so different from all the other games. No, it, was, it, it, it was the rock band of its time. Yeah. So so that, that was kind of like... But at the same time, I recognize... I don't think that's one of the top five. I guess top ten. Maybe E.T., the extraterrestrial. <laughs> I remember that. Its impact, because I actually, of its impact on video games. I actually played that. If you think that. about it. I, I you, actually I did play that. If you, if you think about it, E.T. saved gaming. Because it was so bad, it crashed it, forcing real developers to make real games. All right. It's true. Now let me ask you this, though. Um, because this this is so tough again like you said to agree on these we still have Final Fantasy but I don't think Final Fantasy peaks into the top 5 here I disagree personally you do. I think it's top 5 so you, that's what five. I was wondering so where okay, is the again, top for the 5 same... so is it better than Mega Man or Zelda it has more replayability for me than Mega Man and Zelda I mean, because I'm a massive Final Fantasy fan. Me too. I and mean, the funny thing is... Part of my screen name. I never played any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't they play can. most they of them. <laughs> no, I didn't have the patience for mm-hmm. for turn-based games. Never had the patience for no, turn-based games. It's not games. for everybody. Absolutely so, not. But I loved watching them. I'd watch somebody else play. I just... I wasn't going to play it. Um, right. So the question is, so is it better than Mega Man 2 or is it better than Zelda? If we have to drop one of them out, I would say put Legend of Zelda in. I would, I forgot Final Fantasy was on there. Mm -hmm. I think Final Fantasy might be third and then Legend of Zelda fourth. I'm okay with that. I'm very okay with that. I'm more on the fence of flipping it, but again, that just that would just might be my own biases. I, not... I think so because again, uh, just talking about 
man, that was Final Fantasy was it exploded, you know, when that it, happened. It's 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 what made JRPGs famous. Yeah. It's or rather it's what even brought JRPGs to the West. See, and then that ooh, see, and I mean this is heresy. This is heresy. But I would and I don't know if you guys would agree with me. Again, not most influential, but best games of the 80s. I would say Super Mario Bros. 3, Castlevania, Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda, and Mega Man. And I put Tetris just outside the top five. Okay with that. What do you think, Javier? I because for me the only the only dopamine rush you get from Tetris is from clearing blocks. The other yeah. games you get a dopamine rush from so many different you know venues. Yeah, that's... yeah. I guess just make Tetris an honorable mention. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just outside. It really is. I, I mean, I need a great I need game. A AI. I just don't think it was one of the best games of the eighties. I, yeah. I need to get an AI thing of the uh, Watch Mojo lady and her say all that for us. So, so let's see. So here's what we have. Uh, just in time to talk about our favorites. So we are going to somewhat agree on objectively best games of the 80s, top five, Super Mario Bros. 3, Castlevania, Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda, and Mega Man 2. I think that's a good list. Now... Let's get to the fun stuff. What do you prefer to play from the 80s? What do you remember? Um, let, let me kick it off real quick so that you guys can have a little bit of time to, to think about this. Uh, no, you got it. Joust. I love Joust. Uh, Joust is fun. Because it was one of the first games for me that I got to compete head-to-head against somebody. And that's my jam. Like, I don't care if I get destroyed. I just like to compete. And in Joust, it allowed me to to talk trash to the person standing next to me, you know, because my ostrich, you know, jumped on his head and he fell off his ostrich. I mean, that, that was like, I loved it. So that was one of my favorites. Uh, Pitfall was... Pitfall's amazing. I love Pitfall. It's, it's actually the very first game I remember working on um in other words okay i gotta get the timing i gotta get this mm-hmm. i got mm-hmm. it was the very first game that i actually in this 82 so I, it was like I, I said first game i remember actually going okay i gotta i gotta get good at this i gotta get the timing gotta get everything um so those are two from the 80s that jumped straight out at me star wars uh star wars was cool tron was cool for me um, I would say this, uh, this is a weird one that most people don't ever remember. It was called Gyrus. Gyrus was, if you haven't seen it, it was, you were a spaceship on the outside and literally you just went around in circles and there was stuff Gyrus trying to, S's. yeah, it was trying to come out of the middle and you just shoot everything that was trying to come out of the middle. I actually enjoyed that a lot more than the others. Uh, and Kung Fu no, Master. It... Kung Fu Master was the jam. Again, but it was just me playing against my buddy Alan head-to-head. 
so we could talk trash and and it, yell at wasn't each it other. Loosely based off of a Bruce Lee movie, dude. Too. It was so bad. The the yeah. game was so bad, but it was so much fun again because it was just just the opportunity to go head to head with somebody and you know and, and get yeah. that. Um, but again, that's that. This is why this is the part of the podcast where we're talking about subjective. I recognize that Kung Fu Master guys, look it up. Look up some video. It is no, not. A, it is not a great game. No. But no, no that game's. But it was a whole Don't lot of fun it. to play, especially oh, yeah. again at the time where there wasn't that many options of head to head. Yeah. You know, there just weren't that many options of head to head games. Everything was just no one player game and try to get the high score. I don't want to get the high score. I just want to beat you. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, so, right, right. So anyway, so so what are some of you guys uh 80s games that you're like, yeah, I I dig this. So, yeah. Mine is the exact top 5 except get rid of Castlevania. That is true cuz I Get rid of Castlevania your... and put Tetris in it. Hmm. And yeah, that is You look really heartbroken when Tetris is taken out. Uh well, I like Tetris as it has, um, as it has continued throughout the years. Of course. However, I do think the the influence of Tetris did make it hard to take out of the top five. I understand that it's not like this amazing and always um, uh, always going to stand to the test of time uh, game. Like right. it's really good. But at the end of the day, it's not for everybody. Um, I have seen Javier play quite a bit of Mega Man and Super Mario Bros. 3. As a matter of fact, you tried, you did some speedrunning, didn't you? On... Oh, no, I did speedrunning of Super Mario 64. Oh, 64, okay. That's how I remember that. Yeah, because 64 is the cool Mario game. <laughs> for speedrunning, yeah. 64 and Sunshine, those two games... Absolutely amazing. Or uh, Luigi's Mansion kind of guy. I did like Galaga. I like Luigi's Mansion. However, um, the movement in both um, Sunshine and oh, no, 64. Yeah, absolutely. So tight. So cool. And uh, yes, Angel, um, Galaga is on my list. I love Galaga. Uh, the gameplay is addictive for me um, because it's you know easy to learn, hard to master. And I personally have a lot of nostalgia bias because... Uh, that game was everywhere in my town. Is for any you know kind of place that would justify having an arcade. You know your local pub. Uh, you know bowling alley always had Galaga, and I would sometimes just go to those places just to play Galaga. I, you know th again the arcade oh, perspective. You're going to a place to play the game, and uh, yeah, I would spend you know tens of dollars. Well, it did. there was the there was one of those little quick supermarkets. You know. That had Tron. Mm. I would just go just just there just to play Tron. There was no other reason why I would go there. So Galaga. And what else you got on your just, list? Uh, Dig Dug is one of my favorite yes. games. I love that game. It is in, the music is. I love that <laughs> it's in tempo oh, with you. So good as you move the music plays. I love how goofy the monsters are. I love the pacing. I love the coloring. Just everything about it is just incredibly charming, and I just love the the gameplay beats of it. Um, another is. Just because I'm a, I'm a very methodical man, uh, Tapper. I love Tapper. Wow. That game is addicting to me. Yeah. Oh, you remember Tapper, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I'm guessing one of yours was Frogger, because you mentioned that earlier. 
I did, yeah. I did mention Frogger. Frogger was my other, um, you know, obviously not so objective. And again, Maniac Mansion, because I'm, I'm a sucker for point-click adventure games. In fact, King's Quest is another 80s game that I absolutely love. Um, even Space Quest on top of that, if you want to go the sci-fi route. Dragon's Lair is up there. So kind of, we forgot about Dragon's Double Lair. Dragon. Double Dragon. Double, eh, as, a, <laughs> as a quick aside, I'm more of a Streets of Rage guy when it comes to like those yep. kind of beat em up games, and of course, Simpsons Arcade, in my opinion, is the best beat em up game. As as a quick aside, um, uh, if you like point and click adventure games, there is a um, he used to be a flash uh, a flash game maker. His um, his working name is Script Welder. And he made a three-game series. It, it was either three or four games, called Deep Sleep. Mm-hmm. And they are just quick, small point-and-click flash horror games. And they are Early absolutely don't es- amazing. Don't escape and don't sleep. Um, or deep sleep rather. Deep sleep, yeah. Don't escape is another one where basically it's like an escape room, but again. You have to uh, not escape. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm checking them out right now. You know, oh, yeah, they're, they're on when grounds. did this come out? Because I hadn't even thought about this. But yeah, no. Uh, if you like that kind of stuff, the aesthetics, the atmosphere, reminds, amazing. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, Lone Survivor back in the early 2010s. Alright, so Lothar is on stream. And Ooh. what's up, Lothar? Good to see you. Lothar. Um, I just... RBI Tech Baseball. I Tech forgot Pro. about RBI Baseball, to be honest with you. That I was... Techno, but yeah. That was a big game. Um, 87, looks like. On Namco's Families. Yeah, Stadium Series. That, I'd be kind of curious. I don't remember. When did that hit consoles? You know, that's what I was trying to remember when it finally hit consoles. Oh, it did. 87 Nintendo. Yep. Wow. I had forgotten that that was uh, 80s because that was a big game. I did play a lot of baseball. Now, again, that's my bias. uh, So I would not put that in the top 10 or anything like that. However, I would definitely put it on my subjective uh you know top five top ten games that i enjoy playing because yeah again i'm a sucker for head to head let's trash talk let's have a good time um i didn't really do the tech bowl but i get that we talked a little bit about um about madden coming out in 88 but it didn't hit the consoles until 90 so Mm -hmm. i would take that out i understand Take bowl, but man, RBA baseball that was that was a big one. That's that was in uh Princess Bride, yeah, at the very beginning, Mm -hmm. very beginning of Princess Bride. So the kid was playing, right? Yep, that was a movie. That was, and again, it was so funny because the simplicity of it was amazing. I just saw a a tail go by the screen. Uh, (laughs) for those of you listening to the podcast, remember we do go live at 241 happy hour on Twitch, Mm -hmm. and the number is 241 happy hour. Uh, on Twitch, if you want to join us, uh, mostly yeah, Tuesdays around right. seven, seven thirty. Uh, Steven's cat's making a, a debut here. Uh, but anyway, 
we uh yeah rbi baseball was so good you're you are right i had i i don't know how i forgot that one but um so yeah so it, it's funny because again my biased opinion of games i enjoyed um and you know steven you you had really really good point this is one of the reasons that makes it difficult for us to agree on some of these things what makes it interesting to me is not only are we you know three different generations but we do have different tastes in a lot of this stuff because for me i just like to compete you're definitely a story guy uh, oh yeah oh not necessarily that too i mean i do like i, I gameplay first and foremost actually for me but my, what i like in gameplay is a lot better than what you like in gameplay well not just that the game can be i recognize that elden ring is one of the best games to come out in like who knows how long but it's not my thing because not because i don't think it's amazing just because i want to compete against somebody um i will watch it i watched the entire red dead redemption too because David played the whole game and I sat there and watched him play the whole game and I enjoyed it. It was like watching a movie. Uh, um, the Zelda game, the the new uh, one. Breath of the Wild? Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Beautiful game. I really enjoyed Again, I, David was playing it. I watched the whole game. Uh, but it's just not my thing to play. Now, my five, if I'm going to start to throw stuff down as you know, games I really enjoyed... Uh, from the 80s. By the way, I'm just going to say, we didn't even talk about Minesweeper and the fact that everybody and their uncle had that one in 1989. But that's a different story. Um, you had no choice but to like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Play when the internet was down. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but my games, uh, let's see. They're going to be <sighs> Joust. Uh, Bomberman. I had forgotten to even mention that because again, Bomberman's head to head, yeah. I get to blow you up. That makes me happy. Um, do a little Fortnite dance. Like, <laughs> I would. I would definitely do the Fortnite dance if I had to. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, it was not competitive, but I really did enjoy sitting down with my buddies, you know, and and playing together. Or actually, standing because we were at the at the arcade. Uh, I will throw RBA baseball in there because, again, I enjoy the competition. And even to this day, I like something about that. The, the a little bit of the mindless game that you can compete in because, honestly, that wasn't a very demanding game at all. Very mindless, but you still got to compete and you still had, you know, had a good time. So those would be mine. Um you know, what will you guys say you're, you know, even if you got like three games that you're like, nope, these are the games I'm going to play from the 80s. Three. Um, Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda, Tetris. All right. Uh, same thing, but replace Tetris with Mega Man. I dig that. I dig that a lot. That's good stuff. Yeah. No Mike Tyson punch out, huh? No. You know what I never was like big on? I was never big on Donkey Kong and I know like the world loved it, but 
I don't know. I don't think Donkey Kong was a great game. I think Donkey Kong was very cool, but I like as as a game, it's re the replayability of Donkey Kong. <gasps> oh, more replayability! I forgot this game. Uh, mm. Excite Bike. Oh, I never played Excite Bike, and honestly, it's, it looks boring. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. It, 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 it's cool for ten seconds. Yes, and it's like, yes. Oh, that's, that's the game. Yeah. It was. It was like a great game for like, you know, like five minutes, and then it was no, like it's juicy fruit. The video game. <laughs> I almost thought it was about five minutes of it. I almost thought about putting um, what's it called um, Bomberman like on one of my lists, but the problem with Bomberman is that the replayability depends solely on the people that you're playing with. Yes. Yes. 100%. And that was the only, you know, and again, most of these games I was playing against my buddy Alan, or I was playing against my brothers. Um, so that was, that was kind mm -hmm. of it. Fortunately for me, I had three brothers, so I had plenty of competition. <laughs> I remembered another game that we completely glossed over. Um, I mean, just because it's incredibly niche, but it's still a pretty cool game, and its legacy still survives today, but uh, Ghost and Goblins. I thought about that. My only thing was... We already had Castlevania, and we already had Mega Man 2. Right. I also, get that. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying as a game in general, that's just a yeah. lot of fun. Um, Fantastic game, with, but... Same thing with Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble. Which, again, another, another game to dunk on our friend, because it is a competitive in the sense of you know individual scores so bobble bobble um almost bobble. made my list and then i realized oh it, for the same thing then i realized oh wait a minute that was the one player uh thing i i came in a little later um on the next one where you mm -hmm. could go head to head i can't remember which one it was to be honest with you but rbi yeah so i was like okay well the next one um where you went head to head on that that I enjoyed that more but anyway that was kind of cool I, I kind of dig that we need to figure out uh you know what our next subject is but I uh 90s <laughs> hey I'm ready for 90s you, you want to do 90s, 90s next do week 90s. yeah I'll, yeah I'll do 90s well, let's do Dope. it because well, uh, that's when gaming actually really be, let's be honest 80s sucks well I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta be Angel. honest with you 80s it's was really great. difficult for me because there were so many games and yeah, well, there's five great games on the rest are yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. it, it was it was such a uh, a rough early phase. Yeah, just uh, getting was, everything uh, started. Yeah, yeah, for the concept for yeah. what what could happen. Mm -hmm. And then and then the next generation came out, and then everyone's minds melted. And now we're here. And what's happening? So next progress. week, same time, same, same bat thing. channel. We will be talking about top 90s games top 90s games. we're gonna try to agree on top five and then we'll share our five favorite games objective and subjective those are the keywords. hey once again thank you so much for listening to pontification station um absolutely enjoy this we have a great time and uh let us know if you got any subjects that you think we should do we pretty much attack just about any subject where 
or anything geeky, anything video name. Javier and I today we're just talking about we should do something about music, you know, like just. just... I, w- I was literally about to say, what's what's throw in like our top five albums that like uh, we think people should listen to, no matter what the genre is. Just oh. like, you gotta listen to this album because it's awesome. Do it, and I mean, I seriously mean album. I'm not saying your top five favorite songs. No, I mean album. Like, yeah. What is an album that you can start front to back? Right. I, I I dig that. Let's do that after the '90s. Perfect. So, so that we don't go straight into the 2000s. We'll take a break yeah. uh, after the mm-hmm. 90s. So next week we'll do 90s. After that we'll do that. And uh, once again, thank you so much. If you got any suggestions, throw them at us. And uh, we'll put them on the list of things to uh, to go through. And uh, yeah. once again, this is Angel with uh, Pontification Station. We got Steven. Friend, yep, Steven. Who are you? Friendly Faraga. That's Steven. it. Friendly Faraga. Maybe Steven. And we got Javier over here, a.k.a pickle that's right we're out of here thank you so much for joining us once again this is pontification station see ya see ya